Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast is proudly part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. If you're looking for more fabulous podcasts on history, news, and pop culture even, then check out evergreenpodcast.com. Living in France has been an eye-opening experience, introducing me to lesser-known French dishes that have become cherished discoveries. One such gem was the fouet. These small puffed-up bread rolls are traditionally cooked in wood-fired ovens, resulting in a crispy exterior and a soft, doughy interior. We talked about them in Season 1 of Fabulously Delicious. In Season 2, I found a delightful revelation that was the Tarte Trevisienne a delectable pastry hailing from the sunny coastal town of Saint-Tropez. This sumptuous treat consists of a brioche-like cake filled with a luscious combination of pastry cream and whipped cream, mm. all topped with pearl sugar. Another delightful aspect of my culinary exploration of France is this discovery of the anise fair, also known as green anise. This lesser-known herb has a delicate licorice-like flavour which adds a unique and aromatic touch to various dishes. Living in France has truly expanded my culinary horizons, and these lesser-known dishes like the fouet, the tarte de pizien, and these ingredients like the anise fair have proven that the country's gastronomy is a treasure trove of hidden delights waiting to be discovered by our adventurous palates. Mm, I can't wait. No, seriously, I can't wait. Let's get eating. Bonjour. This is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. It's the podcast that's all about the cuisine that is said to have founded modern cooking. French ingredients and dishes have been the starting block for many of the world's best chefs and cooks. On Fabulously Delicious, you learn all about those dishes and ingredients, as well as get to know more about some fabulous French foodies. I'm your host, Andrew Pryor. Enchanté. Enchanté. Ten years ago, my life changed when I competed on MasterChef Australia, and now I'm living my best French life in the countryside of France. It's all about cooking here, eating, and meeting wonderful food producers, chefs, home cooks, drinking amazing wines, eating some of the over, do you believe, 1,500 French cheeses, and sharing these fabulous experiences with you, my fabulously delicious audience. Today, we're continuing the A to Z of French herbs, and today's herb is one that, until we came to France, really didn't know much about, or use it at all. But once I'd learned about it, the anise there now takes pride of place in my kitchen spice drawer. Well, one of my kitchen spice drawers, that is. I have three. Sit back, turn the volume up. If you're not driving, pour yourself a glass of wine. Break a baguette, add a bit of saucisson maybe, some of that delicious cheese, and enjoy today's episode of Fabulously delicious, the A to Z of French herbs, and he's fair. Anise fair, or green anise in French, is spelt A-N-I-S, and vert, V-E-R-T, vert being the French word for green. It's a species of herb that comes from the Apicier family of plants and is related to mint, marjoram, sariette and coriander. The name anise 
is derived from Old French, actually, and it comes from the Latin words animus or anethium, which then comes from the Greek word anetheon, meaning dill. Anise in English used to be called anette. Often, though, it's known under other names, depending on where you're from. Anise vert can just be anise, cultivated anise, musk anise, official anise, sweet anise, bouquage, pimpernel, pimpernet anise, and pimpernelle d'Egypt. Aromas and flavours of anise vert can often be confused with other herbs and spices that have similar tastes to them, like fennel or licorice, even tarragon. Anise is one of the oldest and aromatic plants in the world. The ancient Greeks used it, and the Romans even used to put it in snacks that would be prepared for the people that used to go and watch the gladiator fights, apparently. It's an annual or biannual plant, so I don't know how that works, that when fully grown is between 50 to 80 centimetres high. It has small white flowers that turn into greenish grey fruits. The whole plant, the leaves, stems, fruits, flowers and roots are all aromatic. The anise bear is a spice herb that before coming to France I knew nothing about. It's actually native to the Middle East and Eastern Mediterranean countries. Charlemagne cultivated the herb throughout the late 8th and 9th century, and so was responsible for some of the herbs spread across Europe. It's sown in the spring between April and May, and then the leaves can be harvested within a couple of months. Then the seeds are harvested in the autumn, usually around September. The leaves of the anise fair are often finely chopped and used in salads or to garnish soups. The seeds of the anise fair can be used in pastries and sweet confectionery. In fact, the seeds are often reduced to a powder to replace sugar, so that you can reduce the amount of sugar used in pastries and sweets. One of the main ways anise fair is used in France, especially, but also even around Europe, is in liqueurs and drinks like anisette, raki, uzu, pastis, and even absinthe. The drink, that is. Anise vert is a source of macronutrients and contains essential oils that are rich in iron, magnesium, calcium, and other minerals and trace elements. Fabulously Delicious is a part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, so please check out other fabulous shows at evergreenpodcast.com. Often, anise fare will be used in herbal infusions due to their calming properties. It's also often recommended for treating bloating and other digestive difficulties, and even reflux. Anise fare shouldn't be confused with star anise, which comes from the fruit of the badane tree and is mainly found grown in Asia, although star anise and green anise do have similar flavour properties. One of the most popular uses of anise fare in French cooking and the way that I found it as an ingredient is in the pain de vis, 
a French spice bread, or cake even, that is often served with foie at Christmas. Here's my recipe for panda pistes. The ingredients you'll need 250 grams of honey, 250 grams of all-purpose flour, 100 grams of powdered sugar, 1 teaspoon of baking powder, 1 tablespoon of green anise, 1 teaspoon of ginger powder, 1 teaspoon of allspice, 1 teaspoon of freshly grated nutmeg, 1 teaspoon of cinnamon powder, 2 eggs, and 100 ml of milk, or 10 centilitres. The method? Preheat your oven to 160 degrees Celsius or 320 degrees Fahrenheit. Heat the honey in a small saucepan on medium to low heat. In a bowl, mix the flour with the baking powder, sugar and the spices. Add the hot honey, stirring with a wooden spoon. Then, gradually add the eggs, one at a time. Then a little of the milk to amalgamate everything. Pour this mixture into a well-buttered cake pan or a loaf pan that has been lined with baking paper. Bake and cook for an hour or until a skewer comes out clean. Remove from the oven and then unmold the gingerbread when it's completely cooled from the pan. Wait for at least 24 hours before tasting it, but it will even keep for a week wrapped in aluminium foil. John Gerard was an English herbalist who noted in the Great Herbal, an early encyclopedia of herbal medicine, the following about anise bear. The seed wasteth and consumeth wind, and is good against belchings and unbraidings of the stomach, alethian grippings of the belly, provoketh urine gently, maketh abundance of milk, and stirreth up bodily lust. It stateth the lesk, diarrhea, and also the white flux, lucrea. Thanks for that, John. That's it for another episode of Season 3 of Fabulously Delicious. Have you used Denise Fair? If so, how? Let me know by contacting me via Instagram. Slide into my DMs, Andrew Pryor Fabulously, as I love to chat with you all. If you share your recipes for Anise Fair with me, then I'll give them a go and post on my socials, possibly even my blog. And you can find that at andrewpryorfabulously.com. Thank you for listening, and remember, you know what my motto is? Whatever you do, do it fabulously. <laughs> Merci beaucoup, and bon app. Welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, 
Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.